Boston Bruins players gathered on Monday for exit meetings with the coaching staff and management. And on today's podcast, we're going to talk about what they had to say before parting ways for a longer than hoped for offseason. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, May 17th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast will remain five days a week through the postseason and into the draft, so please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you are on social media, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins. Uh, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. would really love to get the YouTube channel subscriptions up as well. So please search up Locked On Boston Bruins over there and uh, follow along on the video feed. Like I mentioned off the top, the Bruins, following their Game 7 loss to the Carolina Hurricanes over the weekend, gathered at uh, Warrior Ice Arena on Monday for exit meetings, and a lot to cover from what they had to say following those meetings. Let's start with the biggie. Boston's captain, Patrice Bergeron, reiterating that he needs to take some time before deciding on whether he will re-sign with the Boston Bruins or call it a career. He said, right now, it's only been a couple days. All I did was really enjoy the family at home. Going to need some time to think about a lot of things and come up with the best decision for myself and my family. Bergeron, of course, drafted by the Bruins in 2003, has played 18 seasons for the Boston Bruins, and contrary to some reports or perhaps hopes or conjecture, he cannot see himself playing anywhere else than the Boston Bruins. That would include the Montreal Canadiens, a lot of speculation that he could head back to his home province. And that tie was made because his former agent is now the general manager of the Habs. He said no, he cannot see himself playing anywhere else. Been in Boston his whole career. It's a special place for him. Right now, he's just taking some time to regroup. And it was easy to rebuff that report, seeing as he was a Quebec Nordiques fan growing up. So it's not as if he was going back to his, you know, childhood dream team or anything like that. It's not a John Tavares in Toronto situation. He did say his body feels good. Uh, He did have a broken nose 
an elbow infection throughout the course of the regular season, but just the usual wear and tear, nothing to report. Um, he added it's a family decision, one that he needs time to make, and he wants to make the right one. He's always believed in what the Boston Bruins have done, always made sure they would put, put the best team forward, and he believes they're going to do that in the future as well. They've had some great players in this locker room come through during his time. Uh, most of the guys on the roster right now are coming back. For him, he's not concerned so much about that, but more just about taking the time to make the right decision for his family. And he has certainly earned that right. You know, just in the same way that David Krejci earned the right to make his decision to return home to Czechia to play for his hometown team, be closer to family. It's the same with Patrice Bergeron. If he ultimately decides to hang them up, then will not hold that against him by any stretch of the imagination. He has earned that right. He's had an all-time career, one of the greatest to ever put on the spoke to be, and it has been an honor to watch him play up to this point. Brad Marchand, he's played with Bergeron almost exclusively for the last 11 seasons. He said their relationship kind of started out as a business relationship. Uh, he had to put up with Marchand for the first couple years, but he got to watch one of the best in the game do his thing on and off the ice and how he takes care of himself and trains and prepares, how much he cares. Then they became really good friends and Brad said he owes so much of what he's been able to accomplish to Patrice Bergeron. Uh, not only him, but of course, Zdeno Chara, who's come and gone. And you can see the fruit of that leadership bubbling up in the next wave of Bruins greats, Bruins leaders, David Pasternak, Charlie McAvoy. Those two are set to become the next leaders on this team, the next guys to set the example for future Bruins. Martian added, the biggest part is you don't want to let a guy like that down. You want him to be your line mate. You want him to be your friend. You don't want to disappoint him in any way. Uh, and that's a testament to how special a person he is, an incredible leader, teammate, captain, and friend, and um, if that relationship is severed, that will obviously be uh, a huge loss for the Boston Bruins, but again, um, Bergeron deserves the space to make this decision, and if that decision ultimately means he retires, then he deserves all the respect in the world for going out, still playing some of the best hockey of his career. He could very well win a fifth and record-breaking Selkie trophy. 
uh, a lot of the guys kind of echoing what Marshan was saying, Taylor Hall saying he's the best leader he's ever seen, Eric Hala, very fortunate to play with a guy like that, McAvoy saying his legacy is just incredible, what he's done inside the room, the stuff that no one sees on the outside is even greater impact than what he's been able to do on the ice. Pasternak, I've been learning from one of the best for a lot of years. And it goes on and on. Jeremy Swayman, he's the epitome of what we want in the locker room. Uh, so, yeah. All due respect to Patrice Bergeron. And he deserves the time to make this decision. And uh, whatever is best for him and his family uh, I personally will have no problem. Obviously, it will be sad. Obviously, it will be a devastating loss for the Bruins roster. But at the same time, he has earned the right to make this decision on his own terms. And uh, yeah, just wish him all the best as he thinks through this and makes this decision. Maybe he needs some built bars to fuel his mind body as he makes this decision uh imagine this dipping your finger into a plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes realizing that you just consumed only 150 calories and took in 16 grams of protein that's what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from built their puffs are protein infused marshmallows that are covered in 100 percent real chocolate you can make every day your birthday with built's birthday cake puffs built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake and robed it in white chocolate and added sprinkles right now you can go to built.com to get the birthday cake puffs they might not be there for too much longer so get on it right now use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off your order that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Check out the Locked On Now podcast next. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. Free, available wherever you get podcasts. And uh, the second round begins tonight so you're going to want to subscribe to that so that you don't miss any of the playoff action that is coming up now i want to talk for a moment about david posternock um he talked on monday about his experience this season playing following the passing of his newborn son vigo Roel Pasternak, who was just six days old um, at the time of his passing. Pasternak told reporters it's been a tough year for him overall. He wants to turn the page pretty much as quick as he can. He and his partner are in a much better place than they were months ago, but still tough and just something that takes time and love to uh, move 
past. Uh, you know, my wife and I went through something similar, experiencing a miscarriage early on in a pregnancy. Uh, that was difficult enough. I can't imagine going through the whole, you know, eight and a half, nine months, witnessing the birth of a child, falling in love immediately, and only getting a few days with him. It's just uh, unfathomable, really. And the fact that he came out and finished with 77 points, 40 goals, and 72 regular season games, uh, you know, he has my undying respect. And I hope that he gets some good time off this summer and, um, yeah, just gets what he needs to recuperate mentally, emotionally, physically. He's not taking any time off from hockey immediately. It was announced this morning that he will be joining the Czechia team at the World Championship, where he will be joining former Boston Bruin, David Krejci. You know, David Krejci prior to, or during the season, talked about how, uh, you know, the top line for the Bruins had been disassembled and that Pasternak had been removed to play with Eric Howla and Taylor Hall, kind of lamenting that he never got that opportunity. Well, perhaps he will now that uh, Pasternak is joining him for the World Championships. Pasternak did also mention that he played through some injuries this season. There's quite a rundown of injuries, uh, to be honest. He said uh, he had a muscle injury over the final six weeks of the regular season. He also tore cartilage during a visit to Winnipeg on March 18th, played through it for three weeks before re-aggravating it on April 4th, uh, he then missed 10 of Boston's final 13 games with the injury. Obviously, feels well enough to continue playing uh, for the next couple of weeks. He was also asked if he had given any thought to a new contract. His six-year, $6.67 million contract expires after next season. He's eligible to sign an extension beginning July 1st. And that could be as long as eight years if you re-sign with your current team. He said he hasn't given it a lot of thought. A uh, lot of other stuff to be worrying about during the whole year. Uh, but I'm sure that will be something that Don Sweeney brings up with his representation at some point uh, as we head closer to July. Some other players... That had uh, some interesting things to say on Monday. Jakobs Borl, I dropped a bonus pod yesterday talking about his two-year contract extension worth $1.1375 million per season. Uh, he had his season cut short after tearing his ACL on December 2nd in Nashville. Uh, but he's excited to be back in the fold. Uh, his knee feels pretty good. It's a little achy at times. And uh, he is excited to get back on the ice and get ready for next season. Of the injury, he said he was walking with his girlfriend 
in the Prudential Center Center when he got the call. He had to sit down, almost started to cry. It was a very untimely injury for him because he had been playing very, very well, coming into his own, solidifying a regular role in the top six. And he said, when you get hurt, you really start to appreciate the little things like social interactions in the locker room. He missed out on so much of that this year, and he can't wait to get back uh, and get ready for training camp. Where he fits into the top six is yet to be determined. Uh, The Bruins have quite a few players under contract on defense including Matt Grizzlick, who revealed he played through a dislocated right shoulder, suffered in a home game back on January 22nd. He will require surgery, and he probably will miss some of the start of next season. He missed some games down the stretch, sat out the final two games against Carolina, and a lot of people had been pointing to his poor play in that series. And now we have a reason for it. It's not because he's a poor quality defenseman. Quite the opposite. He's an excellent defenseman. And I think it would be a mistake to trade him to make room for his borrel. Um, Hopefully he gets that shoulder surgery, fully recuperates, and is back on the ice soon, early in the next season. Because he is... A very, very good defenseman and belongs in Boston's top four. Having said that, he probably would garner the most trade interest or the best return if the Bruins were to make a trade on defense. And that's a decision that will have to be made over the course of the offseason. Brad Marchand said he hurt his AC joint January 20th at TD Garden. He was able to manage it, didn't miss a game, and uh, there may be a procedure done this summer or next summer, but he didn't specify for what exactly. Uh, He'll have to take a look at it and uh, assess what might be needed this season, sorry, this summer or next. Before we talk about uh, Jake DeBrusque, Hampus Lindholm, and some others, what they had to say before parting ways for the offseason, quick word about Bet Online. Our pe- partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and developments, including the ongoing Stanley Cup and NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball scores. UFC, and even some NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering information, from live betting to esports and more. Head to the website today, use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts. Jake DeBrusque was a big uh, story for. A lot of this past season after it was revealed that he had made a public trade request. He went on to record his second 25 goal season 
And right now he's excited to head home to Edmonton, spend some time with his family. And there he will contemplate whether or not his trade request still stands. He said he hadn't thought about it quite yet. It's been nice not to think about it since the trade deadline and since signing a two-year extension with a average annual value of $4 million on the morning of the trade deadline. Um, he said he wouldn't have signed something if he wasn't okay with the deal and being locked in for two years. It was a crazy circumstance around that time. He was excited to be signed. That's when his game took off. And um, he obviously embraced his role alongside Bergeron and Martian on the top line. A spot that he occupied for much of the balance of the regular season. Uh, playing in the top six didn't have much bearing on his decision, however, he said. Uh, one of those things where he was just happy to play. Um, some people said he couldn't play on the right side, couldn't play on the off side. It was nice to find his game there and to play there. He bounced around a bit in the Carolina series. He just wants to be a versatile player, and any way he can help the team is usually the way he'll approach things. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, it's possible that his trade request will be rescinded, that he will play out that two-year extension as a member of the Boston Bruins, and it'll be interesting to see where he fits, if indeed that is the case. Uh, finally, Hampus Lindholm, he missed nine of the final 13 games of the regular season with a lower body injury, which was a knee issue. Uh, he's going to continue to rehab that throughout the offseason. He also added he assumed he suffered a concussion in Game 2 of the Carolina series. Uh, had to go through the whole protocol Missed a few games, but it was nice to come back and have a bit of an impact on the series. Um, feels really sad to be standing, talking about exiting. He was really excited to get into the mix to play um, playoff hockey. He really embraced Boston, was embraced by the fans, and... Uh, his contract extension kicks in for next season. He'll be around for quite some time. The Bruins have three unrestricted free agents to deal with this summer. Anton Bleed, Josh Brown, and Curtis Lazar. Taylor Hall said there's some mutual interest. Um, he really cemented himself as a valuable fourth liner. I wouldn't mind seeing him back. Um, but having said that, the Bruins do have a bunch of young guys. They could and should begin to incorporate into the lineup. Uh, Jack Stanika is still waiting there. Um, John Beecher signed his entry-level contract. I wouldn't expect him to be with the Bruins. He'll probably start in Providence, but that's a guy drafted in the first round, 2019. That could start to get some looks. 
the way I see it, you don't want to overcommit to bottom six players. You know, we saw that with a Chris Wagner who did come back for the playoffs, but who was buried because of his somewhat untenable contract. Uh, so you don't want to get into a situation where you're tied to these guys for too long. Uh, you already kind of made that mistake with a Nick Foligno. You're tied to Eric Halla, Thomas Nosek for next season. Uh, and you want some of that flexibility moving forward as well. So we'll see if indeed Curtis Lazar uh, is back. But I think those were pretty much the main points from exit day for the Boston Bruins. Bruce Cassidy is set to speak to the media here today. Don Sweeney will talk to the media on Wednesday, Cam Neely on Thursday. So each day through the rest of the week, I'll take some time to break down what they had to say um, in their end-of-season availabilities. I should add also that Jeremy Swayman, not quite ready to take a break either. He's headed to Finland to join Team USA for the World Championship in Helsinki. Uh, he is replacing Alex Ndelkovic of the Detroit Red Wings, who was injured. He'll join John Gillies of the New Jersey Devils and Strauss Mann of the San Jose Sharks. Um, their next game is scheduled for Thursday against Great Britain. Looking at that list, I'd say he jumps right to the top of uh, the depth chart for Team USA and should get some good playing time for them. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, a lot of interesting injury revelations made yesterday. A lot of guys playing through injuries. You know, for Pasternak, it was some personal turmoil. For Brad Marchand, some suspensions along the way. Bergeron thinking whether or not this is his final go of things. But when it comes to who's expected to be back next season, it's pretty much everybody who played in Game 7 with Bergeron and Lazar being unrestricted free agents. Anton Bleed, I could see him moving on. He lamented his lack of playing time after his exit meeting. Josh Brown probably won't be re-signed. Uh, Jesper Froden talked about not getting a lot of NHL time. His dream is to play in the NHL, not the AHL. Um, but the majority of these guys will be back, barring trades. And it will be very interesting to see how Don Sweeney navigates this offseason if indeed he is at the helm. Um, and for all the latest on the black and gold, be sure to subscribe to Locked On Boston Bruins on your favorite podcast app, on YouTube, and I will be sure to cover all the breaking news this offseason. Uh, like I said, five days a week for the foreseeable future. And if something comes up like it did yesterday with Jacobs Borrell, I'll be sure to uh, record a quick bonus podcast as well. So thank you so much, friends, for joining me once again today. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast next for all the latest from around the league. 
And uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, breaking down what Bruce Cassidy had to say following his year-end availability and any other breaking news here with respect to our Boston Bruins. Happy Tuesday, friends, and uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow.